really the whole idea is bringing outdoors in, built upon the blocks that we we as humans we spend over 90% of our time indoors and the four walls and roof are having a serious impact on our health and wellness. My CEO, he kind of saw the green building movement take off and saw an opportunity to create these spaces indoors, whether that's your office space or your home, uh, that really optimizes your health and well-being. From the cubicle to the lab, the studio to the war room, climbing the corporate ladder or joining a scrappy startup, experience a day in the life of the jobs you want. This is the Experience a Day in the Life podcast. We interview professionals, entrepreneurs, and recent grads about what a day is actually like on the job, hour by hour, or as we like to call it, they're a diddle, spelled A-D-I-T-L, which stands for a day in the life. This podcast will inspire you to gain experience beyond the classroom and launch a career of your own. We're your hosts, Chris DeBeau and Matt Poe. Welcome to part one in the two-part working environment series. In this episode, we're going to experience a day in the life, hour by hour, of Francesca Gentile, an associate at Delos Living, so you can decide if this is a career you can see yourself doing. You'll learn that Delos offers all kinds of solutions for healthy living and working environments for their clients, but what's also admirable is that they practice what they preach with their own employees. Let's get right into the day. It's 6.30 on a Thursday in Brooklyn, and Francesca's out of bed and on her way to a workout class. Today, her schedule is jam-packed with meetings, a presentation on Wall Street, and Delos client deliverable work. But she always makes sure her health and wellness is in check throughout the day. That starts with her morning sweat sesh. Let's meet Francesca and learn more about what she does. My name is Francesca Gentile. I am an associate at Delos Living. That's the external name, but I would call myself a project manager, an assistant project manager, maybe an account manager. So really, I have a set of projects and I have clients that essentially anything that they need, I meet their needs, whether that's through a deliverable, a meeting, a call, what have you. So we tag ourselves as um, a wellness, real estate and technology company. Really, the whole idea is bringing outdoors in, built upon the blocks that we, we as humans, we spend over 90% of our time indoors, and the four walls and roof are having a serious impact on our health and wellness. My CEO, he kind of saw the green building movement take off and saw an opportunity to create these spaces indoors, whether that's your office space or your home, uh, that really optimizes your health and well-being. So in an office space, poor air quality, poor water quality, poor lighting can lead to decrease in mood, decrease in productivity, decrease in happiness levels. It can lead to a lot of distractions and discomfort. So trying to create a space that you can perform your best in. So it's really geared towards productivity and performance, whereas a home setting is all about comfort and being your happiest, healthiest self at home. We touch a lot on how this air quality, water quality, quality lighting is impacting your family if you have young ones and their development. 
We'll get into specifics of Delos's offerings a little later on, but first, some context. Let's talk about the difference between well building certifications and lead building certifications. Basically, the well standard, which was founded by Delos with research support from Mayo Clinic, is a set of requirements that hold indoor environments to a health and wellness standard for the people within the building. Whereas lead certification is about the actual shell of the building and its water and energy consumption, among other things. But most of her work now revolves around commercializing Darwin, Delos's new residential product in the U.S. market. More on Darwin a little later on. Back to the day. After Francesca wraps up her workout class, it's now 8.15 and with her coconut milk latte in hand, she takes the L train from Brooklyn to Manhattan's meatpacking district to get to work by 9 a.m. I hear you guys have a really cool office. We do. Can you set the scene for us? Uh, yeah, what the office looks like and definitely. then what your workspace looks like? Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful space. But then again, wellness real estate and making spaces beautiful and healthier for people is exactly what we do. It's a showcase. We bring in clients all the time. It's a really great way to paint a picture of what a well-certified space looks like. We're well platinum, so the highest level of certification. Uh, we're also LEED Platinum and Living Building Challenge certified, so we have this like trifecta certification, one of the first in the world. But if you do walk in, we have a digital display screen that displays um, all the data that we're collecting about ourselves and how the space is impacting our health and wellness. So air quality readings like carbon dioxide in the air, particulate matter, which is like dust or debris. We have the normal things like temperature, humidity, but we... We even monitor how many times people go up and down the stairs a day and how many steps they walk and calories they burn. So we're really trying to use ourselves as a case study on how well is impacting us as well. Then we have our cafe space with healthy food and beverage options. We have whole grains as the primary ingredient source, fresh fruits and vegetables delivered every day, no sodas, no sugary anything in the office. We have 13 green walls throughout the space, which are really beautiful and bring a lot of greenery inside the space. And they actually are actively purifying our air and giving us optimal humidity levels in the space as well. So it always feels like nice forest in there. <laughs> and I saw that you guys have like treadmill desks yes, too. Yeah, and like... we have treadmill desks, bicycle desks. We have sit-stand desks, which I use. Sit for 50 minutes, stand for 10 minutes. I don't know what I would do without that. And then we have circadian lighting, dynamic circadian lighting as well throughout the space. Lighting is super impactful on our health and wellness, our alertness, our our mood, our productivity, our metabolism, our hormones, everything. And so when we're in the office from 9 to 6 under terrible, bright, fluorescent lights such as these, they're offsetting or shifting our sleep-wake cycle. So it'll be harder for you to get to bed tonight. So our lighting is a dynamic circadian lighting system that follows the sun. So it matches the sun's color temperature and output. So in the morning, it will be that bright blue, and then in the afternoon and evening, it shifts to those warmer hues or tones that you associate with a sunset, the golds, the ambers, so having the least impact on your sleep-wake cycle as possible because you spend so much time indoors and more time at the office. 
taking holistic health to a whole new level, and we're here for it. Now it's 9.15, and Francesca's first order of business is to catch up on emails and consult her to-do list for the day. Typically, the emails are regarding clients on topics like... Maybe some technical questions regarding maybe a specific feature within the well-building standard. They may not understand the full requirement, and so me giving them a technical answer back. There could be a more strategic or consulting hat that I would put on instead of my technical hat to really inform them the path that I would recommend them to go down. But usually I would say external client emails and then maybe some internal emails regarding marketing material or a deliverable that we're putting together for a client, maybe going through our labs team for a review of any scientific claims or going through our legal team for a review of any legal claims and we need to make some edits. There are a lot of possibilities in my email inbox. (laughs) 10 a.m. Francesca hops on a call with a client to discuss how Delos will infuse health and wellness practices into their office space to achieve the next level of well certification. She keeps minutes and notes of all of her calls with an internal template that details the time, status, and follow-up procedures agreed upon with the client to stay organized. So there are three levels of well certification and our client is on the edge between achieving silver and gold and so we need to find a few more features for them to achieve gold which is the level of certification that they wanted. Silver requires that a project achieves all precondition requirements. Precondition features are required and they're the base level of health and wellness. So there are a few different features within each of those concepts that I listed. So making sure you have filtered air and proper ventilation, making sure you have quality water, making sure you have proper lighting, the bare minimum for nourishment, bare minimum to encourage physical activity, and then comfort in mind are touch on acoustic levels, thermal comfort levels, And MIND is more introducing beauty and biophilia and a few more aesthetic items into the project. So that's silver. And then gold and platinum, you just have to achieve more. It's like a la carte kind of. So you just have to achieve more optional features that are harder to obtain. And the health impact isn't – it's still extremely important, but those – in the precondition bucket are taken care of. And so I'm kind of strategically looking at the features and understanding what are attainable and maybe what are not attainable. So I'll be asking the client some questions to try to understand if they can achieve that feature or not. So let's see, an example, mindful eating is one of the features within the well-building standard. Feature 52. It requires seats and tables to accommodate at least 25% of all of your employees. So the whole idea behind mindful eating is there are studies that show that if you eat mindlessly at your desk while texting or answering emails or on the phone, you're likely to overconsume. So really having those breakout areas to eat mindfully and socialize allows you to portion control. And so that's one of the ideas behind the mindful eating feature. So that's that health intent that we talked about. And so I'll request an architectural drawing of their cafe space. I can count how many tables and chairs and draw from their full occupancy count 
if they have 25% accommodated for. And if they do, then I can mark my checklist. Yep, they have that feature and I'll move it over to anticipated and I'll mark up that floor plan so we have that as documentation, as proof that they're achieving that. Some documentation that we would collect would be um, a mechanical drawing, an architectural drawing, a policy document, or a letter of assurance. But so we usually would request that the architect or the MEP mark up a drawing to show us those specific tables and chairs. It's just like documents that validate that you're actually achieving that specific wellness feature that you said you would. Now it's 11 a.m. and Francesca is working on a client deliverable. She's not responsible for getting new clients, but she is responsible for maintaining the relationship and creating a pleasant overall experience for the clients. Hence why these deliverables need to be pristine. A deliverable is just a general term, at least that's how we use it. It can be a one-pager, can be a deliverable, a client deliverable. It's just anything like client-facing that needs to go through labs, legal, marketing, graphics team to make it client-facing and something that you would want to deliver to your client and be proud of. (laughs) Gotcha. So what's your role in creating that? Yeah, so a lot of times it's the research behind the marketing document. So if we're trying to create a marketing document, to show the demand for healthy homes and how people are really demanding these healthy homes, becoming aware of air quality, water quality within their home, and they're they're just really wanting these. We'll we'll do kind of like a market landscape or a competitive analysis to kind of inform that document and then maybe make some claims surrounding, you know, 25% of people think that air quality within their home is like the most important thing. I'll do the research to inform the marketing document and then we'll make the claims. Usually it will be run through our copywriter to make sure that the tone and voice and brand is consistent with our overall Delos brand. Well, I'd probably go me first with the research and maybe the rough draft. Then it would go to one of my managers to edit and then to the copywriter and then the copywriter would send it to labs, legal, and then marketing is the final touch to make the document look pretty. And the labs and legal are just making sure that the facts are all right and yeah, proper citations, you know, that we're not putting ourselves in a position that would be risky to make a specific health claim. So it's really just looking for health claims that aren't validated or backed by science or research. Because we are a health and wellness company, we have to go through that vetting. Now it's noon and Francesca's having lunch. On this particular day, she had lunch by herself, but usually she's grabbing lunch with some coworkers. She says it's nice to take a break and be social. After lunch, she heads over to Wall Street for a client presentation. Delos recently launched a new offering called Darwin, the world's first home wellness intelligence platform designed to help enhance energy, sleep, and overall well-being. And it does this by intuitively responding to the conditions in the home, purifying air and water, and providing dynamic lighting designed to restore the body's natural rhythms. Very exciting stuff on the Delos front. She's not giving the presentation herself, but she is there to answer any questions anyone might have. An example of how Darwin works is... We're meant to be plugged into a smart home technology, but it's the whole idea that it's the wellness brain of your home. 
Let's say I come home from work and I'm cooking at 6.30 and cooking is one of the leading sources of indoor air pollution. Darwin is actually programmed to detect through sensor technology that I'm cooking and understanding there are harmful pollutants entering your indoor air. Darwin then signals to my HVAC system that there are sources of indoor air pollutants right now and we need to do something about it. And so then Darwin will tell the HVAC system what to do, whether to expel and exhaust the air out of the home, increase filtration, things like that. So then at 1 p.m. you had a client presentation on Wall Street. Can you tell us about that? What was the presentation on and how did you prepare for it? Sure. So the presentation was to um, a major residential developer. They're a volume home builder, so they build a bunch of houses at like a market rate. So we were presenting Darwin as an offering, but we would go through, you know, our, our slide deck, our B2B business to business slide deck. And this is like a mini little sales 101. But we would start with kind of presenting the problem. Sources of indoor air pollution um, are, you know, people are, there is heightened awareness about this. Water quality issues, the impact on lighting, on your sleep, et cetera. And then kind of position Delos as the solution to, to the problem and really presenting how we, how much research and how we have a lot of credibility and expertise in the field. Um, and then presenting a little bit on, you know, our founders and how, how Dallas was founded, our mission, et cetera. Um, and then going into our four core concepts within a home. So purified air, purified water, restorative lighting, and enhanced sleep. And presenting ideas behind that, the health impact, and then maybe some of the products that are associated with that. Maybe we touch on the well-building standard and how we pioneered that and Staywell's brand, our hospitality brand, and maybe the Well Living Lab and our backing by Mayo Clinic, and then some of like the key publications or recent news articles that we've been in, and then leave it at that. Now it's 2.30 and it's time for a wellness walk with a coworker. Depending on the weather, she tries to do these as much as she can because the impact of sitting for nine hours a day is not ideal to say the least. Just trying to introduce those small bouts of physical activity through your workday. There are a lot of studies that show even if you go to the gym for two hours but are sitting for nine hours, it negates that gym time. Um, As far as the effect of sitting on your body, you still burned calories and worked out and that's great, but um, you really need to introduce those small bouts. That's why we have those treadmill desks, the bicycle desks. It's just all about being in a sedentary place for so long at one given time. Same with standing. Standing can be equally as bad if you had to stand for nine hours a day. Another offering that Delos provides for clients and employees is a program called Mind Breaks, which is trying to debunk the stigma that taking breaks is bad. Instead, it's actually really, really good for your mind and overall productivity. It's a program that we run um, at our own office and then are piloting in a few other offices. But it's a a zero-gravity chair that's fully reclinable and releases all compression and tension in your back so you become you, you know, are into this zero gravity position that's like very ergonomically sound for your for your spine. You have noise canceling headphones, an eye mask, and a weighted blanket that's supposed to provide an additional grounding and comfort, like 
a baby being swaddled. And then we have these specific programs that you can listen to on, a, on an iPad or on an iTouch. So we have guided meditation led by Deepak Chopra. We have a journey through nature, a guided power nap. It's meant to be in like a focus room or a relaxation room or lounge in an office setting where your employees can feel free to come and relax and restore during the workday. So you become that much productive after you take that necessary break. So it's 3 p.m. and then you've got a workplace wellness monthly committee meeting. What made you want to take on a leadership role? It was actually really pretty early on in my career at Delos. One of my good colleagues had an opportunity to move to Australia and really head up the well community out there. So she just presented the opportunity. She said that I reminded her a lot of herself when she started. And so I was more than happy and also very honored to, that she thought of me first. And so I was really excited at the opportunity. It's also a really great way to be recognized by senior leadership to run a program for every single employee. You touch every single employee in the company. So it was a great way for me to for everyone to know me and for me to get to know everyone as well. And I'm super passionate about health and wellness and lead a pretty healthy lifestyle myself. So it was a natural interest. The Workplace Wellness Committee is all about putting on events for their employees. Some examples are group fitness classes, volunteer events, lunch and learns, financial workshops, and even cooking classes. The idea behind all of this is to touch upon every aspect of health and wellness and foster a healthy culture among the coworkers. So now it's 4 p.m. and you have a team meeting. You discuss some hot items for the week, what was completed last week, to-dos for this week, and any roadblocks yes. or leads that you have. Is there um, what would be considered like a hot, hot item on, on hot this Hot item would be like if we're planning for a massive event, like we launched the Darwin offering for the U.S. market at CES in Vegas. And so it would have been like everything that we had to do to prepare for that launch. We were launching our, a website at that time. So that was a hot item on the list. We had a booth that we created kind of like a real live demo, like a little dollhouse of a Darwin home. So that was a hot <laughs> item on so the list. Fun. It could also be like a, a huge developer that we're super close to getting them to sign a contract. So really pushing on those business development efforts or an, an internal deadline as well. So lots of lots of items always on the hot list. <laughs> Francesca told us these meetings are usually structured starting with discussing hot items for the week. Then senior management will have an update and then each person will have a moment to talk about their slide that they created to contribute to the meeting's presentation. And of course, before they break, they'll talk about any roadblocks anyone might be having and how to move forward. It's now 5 p.m. and she's using this time to check up on her emails and consult her to-do list all while in standing desk mode. And then uh, you organize your list for the following day or your, your tasks for the following day. Are you a prepare the prior day type of person? Yes. Always? Okay. Yeah. How does, how'd you get into that habit and how does that help you? I've just always been like a list maker, super organized. It just like alleviates any sort of stress and it really like sets expectations and prepares me for the following day so I don't have any fire drills. 
Francesca is out of the office by six and is heading home to cook dinner and relax before she hits the hay and does it all again tomorrow. So you just experienced a day in the life of an associate at Delos, but how does one actually get a job in the health, wellness, and sustainability space? In part two of the Working Environment series, join us as we go through Francesca's career journey and experiences leading up to where she is today. Francesca studied environmental studies and economics in college. Not exactly sure where that was going to take her professionally, but she connected the dots, leveraged her network, and stayed persistent on her passion to land her dream job at Delos. Stay tuned so you can learn how you can do the same thing. At Experience a Day in the Life, we're building an online library of content all focused on a diddle or a day in the life of different jobs and professions across the world in all different industries. So if you want to share your a diddle, you can do so at xadiddle.com slash share dash my dash a diddle. That's x-a-d-i-t-l dot com slash share dash my dash a-d-i-t-l. Thanks for listening. Head over to exadiddle.com. That's X-A-D-I-T-L.com. There you can find the show notes for this series and more A Day in the Life articles. And you can get to know us and our guests more by joining our communities on social media. Follow at exadiddle on Instagram and on LinkedIn by searching for Krista Poe and Matt with one T Poe. If you learned something in this episode, please take some time to help our mission by leaving a positive rating and review of the show. Each week, we bring you a new interview series with guests from different jobs and different industries. In each series, we'll live a specific day in the life, hour by hour, and experience their career journey. So don't forget to subscribe.